You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Amen. So you ready for the Word of God? Hallelujah. Please stand to your feet. If you're visiting with us for the first time, we have a habit, a custom here in Household of Christ where we declare the Word of God before we minister the Word of God. Amen. So we're just going to do a declaration that we do, and many people do it every day, and there's power in declaring the Word of God. So that's all we're going to do. Are you ready? One, two, three. I'm a son of God revealed. I'm blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm a life-giving spirit. I accept His sacrifice on the cross and His resurrection power in my life. I'm bound to His Word and can do what it says I can do. I receive the word with meekness, and I'm changed from glory to glory. I have the God kind of faith. I'm the righteousness of God and will never be the same. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. As you take your seat, turn to the person next to you. Say, your smile looks better than the last time I saw you. Tell them, keep on smiling. I know you have a lot of things to be happy about. Amen. Maybe you're not on holiday, but your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen? Maybe you're going through some challenges, difficulties, but you know heaven is aware of you. There's reason to rejoice. Amen? So today, I want to minister a message to you in, with a title, Lead Me to a Higher Place. Who of you would like to go from where you are right now to where God wants you to be? Sometimes God will ask of us things that will really challenge us and stretch us. God came to Joshua and he said, in Joshua 1 verse 3, he said, Every place where you put your feet, I'm going to give it to you. Just think about that for one minute. If God had to speak that message to you, every place you put your feet, I've given it to you. That's big. He had just come from a place where Moses had all the promises. God spoke to Moses and said, where you put your feet, I've given it to you. The Lord had given him the promise, I would go before you into the promised land. And now Joshua has to lead them into the promised land. There was something different with Joshua and Caleb. Something different. The Bible mentions a different spirit, a different attitude where they obeyed God, believed God for the higher things, the bigger things, the greater things. In Joshua 14 verse 12, Caleb, 40 years later, he said, Give me my mountain. Wow. It wasn't just any mountain. It was a mountain where the giants lived. He said, and if the Lord is with me, he's going to give it to me. Has the Lord ever asked you to do something that was higher than you, bigger than you, greater than you? Let me see your hand if I'm talking to the right people here. You know, I want to encourage you, don't ever lose sight of the fact that something beautiful has been created through the difficulty and the challenges that you've been going through. God has been shaping you, forming you, strengthening you, so that he can take you from where you are to where he wants you to be. Amen? Are you ready for high places? 
Let me tell you something. To get to that final destination, there's always a process. If it was easy, everybody would just do it. But you have to allow God to take you through that process. Amen. I think it was A.W. Tozer that said, the most important thing about you is what you believe about God. Do you believe all things are possible with God? Do you believe God can take you from where you are to where he wants you to be? Do you believe that he can perfect everything concerning you? Because remember, as a Christian, it's required of us not to walk by sight what we can see, but to walk by faith. And faith is not for the possible. Faith is for the impossible. Impossible. So in 2023, get ready to be challenged to go to higher heights. Turn to the person next to you and say, I'm ready. Tell them again, say, I'm ready. You know, when there's, when there's doubt in your faith, so you can say, I'm ready. And you can say, I'm ready. When there's, I'm ready. When there's doubt in your faith, you are believing what you are seeing, what you are hearing, and not believing the Word of God. When you believe the Word of God, the promises that God has given you, your attitude, your confession will change. A giant may be shouting at you that he wants to kill, steal, and destroy you, but you'll have the confidence and know that you're in the realm of victory of Christ Jesus. It doesn't matter what the enemy is shouting at you. God will take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Amen. Are you ready for that? Hallelujah. Turn to the person next to you and say, walk by faith and not by sight. Tell them again, say, walk by faith and not by sight. Have you seen some terrible things this year? Have you seen some things that shaking your faith, challenging your faith? If we are trusting God for a new level in life, we have to be ready to change in a few areas of our life. If you want to go to a new level in life, there are certain of your friends you're going to have to disconnect yourself from. People in your life will either add and multiply or they will divide and subtract. And where God wants to take you, if people are dividing and subtracting, how will you get to that higher level? There are certain friendships, relationships, all that they are doing, they are nurturing weaknesses in you. But you need people around you that will nurture your strengths, that can see what God is seeing in you. In my life, what I've seen is many people want to change. Who wants a better 23, 2023 than a 2022? Let me see your hand. Many people want to change, but they don't know how to change. We as God's people, we have to show them more excellent way. 
lead people in a more excellent way. I've been asking myself, what needs to change in my life to go from where I am to where God wants me to be? What do I have to change to become a better pastor? What needs to change for me to become a better husband, a better father? We have to ask ourselves those questions and then make those changes. Otherwise, nothing will change. I think it's the TLB translation, Proverbs 24, verse 3 to 4. It says, any enterprise is built upon wise planning, becomes strong through common sense, and profits wonderfully by keeping abreast of all the facts. Any enterprise is built upon wise planning. If you want your family to change, whatever area in your life to change, it starts with wise planning. Wisdom is the ability to apply knowledge correctly. So if I want to lose 10 kilograms, but I'm eating 20 donuts and not going to the gym, guess what? Wisdom says, nothing's going to change. <laughs> Amen? Any enterprise is built upon wise planning. We have to do some planning. What am I going to do? What needs to change so that I can become more like Jesus next year? have to read my Bible more. Maybe clear my heart from some things. Fast more. Whatever the Holy Spirit tells us to do. Turn to the person that you say, get ready to be challenged. Can I tell you something? The secret to your good future is in your routine. All godly men and godly women, they've got godly habits, godly routines. Daniel prayed three times a day. That was his way before God. I'm not saying go pray three times a day. Find your own way before God. Moses was a person that cried out to God from his heart. That was his way before God. Amen. Find your own way before God. He'll give you instruction in righteousness what to do. So that he can take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Amen? If you're working without a plan, it's like trying to mop up a floor of water while the tap is open. You're going to be very, very busy, but nothing's going to change. If you're holding onto a promise that God has given you, and hopefully that promise or that dream will always be greater and bigger and higher than you, then there's a need for you to increase your capacity so that you can reach that goal that God has given you, that dream that God has given you. Turn to the person next to you say, get ready for preparation. When you don't have a plan for your life, is when you hang out with the wrong crowd. When you know where God is taking you, you know the purpose that he's got for you. Certain people that is subtracting and dividing, you'll stay away from them. 
but you'll make sure you spend time with those that are adding and multiplying into your life. Before you enter into 2023, there are certain relationships you have to strengthen, and there's certain that you have to be more cautious of so that you are not the reason for any delays when God wants to take you from where you are to where he wants you to be. Amen? Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Isaiah 54. Once God gives you the direction, once God gives you the direction, he'll also give you the energy and the strength for the distance. Amen? Just think about marriage. When you know he said, this is your wife, you need God to strengthen you, needs to strengthen her for the distance. Amen? God will give you energy and strength for the distance. But where you are going, you know you're going to have to trust God and believe God even more. Isaiah 54 verse 2. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. Verse 4. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed. Neither be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame, for you will forget the shame of your youth. And will not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. For your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. And your redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the God of the whole earth. Amen. Enlarge the place of your tent. And let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Can I tell you something? Let them Stretch. Who are the them in your life, those people in your life that's stretching your capacity to believe? Stretching your capacity to do more for God. The first thing that God wants to increase on the inside of you is your capacity to believe. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. And if you want to please God more in 2023 than in 2022... You're going to have to increase your capacity to believe because faith is the only thing that pleases God. Amen? Number two, where God is taking you from a natural point of view, it seems impossible. Let me see your hand. Am I talking to the right people? Have God given you a promise where you think, how is this ever going to happen? I've got good news for you. Faith is not for the possible. It's for the impossible. Faith is not for the possible, it's for the impossible. As I'm meditating and thinking about what God wants to do, what I'm trusting God for in 2023, every time when I start meditating and thinking, God, what do you want to do? How are we going to do it? Every time God is taking me higher than what I can think, Stretching me more than where I want to go. Showing me that he wants to do more than what I can imagine, what I can dream. Have you ever found yourself in a place like that? Comfort is such an easy place to be at, but it's not a place that can please God. 
Ephesians 3.20 says that God will always do far more abundantly, exceedingly above whatever we can dream, whatever we can think, whatever we can imagine. That's the way that God operates. God looks at situations differently. When you ask God to fill a cup, his cup runs over. That's his measurement, a cup that runs over. Not just a cup that, okay, Lord, fill my, no, he's not just going to fill the cup, he's going to let the cup run over. When Luke, in the book of Luke chapter 5, Peter, when he had to go fishing, Peter just wanted a net full of fish. What did the Lord say to him? Drop your nets. Drop your nets. When the disciples had five loaves and two fishes that was, they were thinking about, Five loaves and two fish. God was thinking, baskets full. Baskets full. Say, so God is always going to think higher, think more. His cup always runs over. Are you ready to go to that higher place? Turn to the person next to you and say, get ready to be stretched. Isaiah said here, yeah, get ready to be stretched. Lengthen the cords. He actually uses the words, do not spare. It means do not hold back. Do not spare. See, so what God wants to do is bigger than you and me. You read all of them, you say it's fine. And then the human nature comes in. What if it doesn't work? What if I stretch myself and what happens now? And it's like God just knew it. He says, you're not going to be ashamed. I'm telling you, you're not going to be ashamed. Let me read it to you. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed, neither be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame, for you will forget the shame of your youth. Family, when we are in faith, we are pleasing God every time. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God, and those that come to Him must believe that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Are you ready for that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some of you look a bit upset that God would want to stretch you. Who, if you would want to see God, do what He promised, the fullness of it. Fear is one of the factors that rob Christians from their blessings. When God says, reach out for those blessings, and fear grips your heart, and you don't move. Don't let fear grip your heart. He says, I want to assure you, you're not going to be ashamed. Why? He says, because you're in a new covenant, you've got a new husband. Maybe you felt like you were isolated, you were on your own, you were a widow. But you've got a new husband. You're in a new covenant with Jesus Christ. With a better promise, a better covenant. Where it's not based upon what you've done, but what he's done. So when God is taking you from where you are to where he wants you to be, it's never based upon your ability, but his ability. Can I tell you one of the most important keys to reach that higher level? You're going to have to forget the past. 
He says here, the mistakes when you were a young person. Forget about it. What are the mistakes of 2022, 2021, 2020 that you are still holding on? God wants to take you into 2023 and take you from where you are to where he wants you to be, to a higher place. But if you're holding on to these weights of the past, how will you be able to reach those higher heights? Turn to the person next to you and say, let it go. The things that are causing limitations in your life, let it go. The things that are causing limitations, let it go. If you had a fight with your boss, I'm not saying resign, amen, that's not what I mean. That's not a limitation, amen. <laughs> go fix it and do it right. Some of the people say, this is, no, wisdom. Any enterprise is built upon wise planning. The biggest challenges that you will face is on the inside. What you believe about the future, what you believe what God wants to do through you and in you and for you. You're in a new covenant with better promises. Turn to the person next to you and say, get ready for a new level. You know, the book of Galatians gives a promise that was given to Abraham beforehand that in Christ all nations will be blessed. God was thinking about you and me you and me, before Abraham was there, in saying, in him, Christ Jesus, all nations will be blessed. Turn to the person next to you and say, God wants to bless me. And God wants to bless you. It's not based upon what I've done, but what Jesus has done. And if it's based upon what Jesus has done, there's no room for boasting. There's no room for boasting. Then it's God manifesting His strength in my weakness so that I can go from where I am to where God wants me to be. Turn to the person next to you and say, look at them with a big smile on your face and say, it's not that difficult. Smile to the person on the other side and say, it's not that difficult. God chooses grace rather than work so that no one should boast. But you know what it will require of us in the new year? More dedication. A new commitment. To allow God's word to become the standard in our hearts, in our lives. To view everything in the light of God's word so that God can take us from where we are to where he wants us to be. Psalm 61 verse 2, I want to read the Amplified to you. This is where this whole sermon started with this scripture. From the end of the earth will I cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed and fainting. You know, when God has given you a promise and everything around you is just going in different directions, when God gives you a promise, you say, God, how are you going to do it? Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Yes, a rock that is too high for me. Can I tell you something? God wants to take us to a place that's higher than I. 
higher than you, higher than me. And sometimes when God wants to take you there, your heart might feel a little bit overwhelmed. Am I talking to the right people here? Let me see your hand. Just wave at me or double blink at me. God will give you a promise and say, I want to take you to a place that's higher than what you are. And when God takes you to that place, you will know it is the Lord's doing. And you cannot boast in it and say, I've done it. But when you get to that place, give all the glory to God. Amen. You should pray every day, Lord, take me to a place. Take me to that rock that's higher than I. You know, Joshua and Caleb were the only two of the original group that went into the promised land. But it was Caleb who said, give me my mountain. Give me my mountain. I want you in this last few weeks as you prepare to enter into 2023 and trusting God for big things, greater things. There's still going to be challenges. But in all these challenges around us, for God to lead us to the rock that's higher than I. I really believe in 2023, God wants to do something that you cannot accomplish on your own. Do something where you're going to need Christ Jesus to help you. Keep your faith in Him so that He can take you to that higher place. Are you ready for that? I mean, are you ready to be stretched? I mean, we're all ready to go to the higher place and get there. But to get to that higher place, there might be some cramps in our legs climbing to a higher place. Amen? Are you ready for some cramps, some difficulties, some, some discomfort? So that God can take you from where you are to where he wants you to be. Turn to the person that you say, I'm going to a higher place. You know, when you know your purpose in life and you know where God is taking you, you will not be fascinated by so many things coming your way. Things that are happening because you know where you are going. And in everything, you'll just be giving glory to God. One thing that I've realized in my life, that God can use anybody. God can use anybody. The Bible teaches us that God can turn rocks into a generation that will worship Him if the generation does not want to worship Him. Go read Luke chapter 3 verse 8. That's what God can do. He can use anybody. That's why we have to be ready to say, God, use me. Take me. Empower me. Strengthen me. Manifest your strength in my weakness and take me from where I am to where you want me to be. Are you ready for that? All high places are slippery places. But many times when people reach the high places, they want to take glory for themselves. Turn to the person next to you say, when you reach your high place, give God all the glory. Turn to the person on the other side. Say, when you reach your high place, Give all the glory to God. I feel in my spirit that God is really going to challenge us next year. Something that's bigger than you, greater than you, higher than you. 
so that he can get all the glory and all the honor. I'm going to close with this. In the book of Habakkuk, 3 verse 19, it says, The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet, and he will make me walk on my high heels. Wow. When I read that, I said, God has not just planned a high hill for you. He's planned high hills for you. High hills for you. High hills for you. But before you can get to that place, he strengthens your feet like that of a deer. What does it mean? He gives you the strength and the ability that you can run up any hill you want to. But he wants to lead you on your high hill. Be very careful that you don't compare yourself to others or you desire other people's hills. And you start running up someone else's hill and get to the top and realize, oh my word, this is not where God wanted me to be. Am I talking to the right people here? Sometimes when we compare ourselves to others, we desire their hills. But God has got a hill for you. High hills can be many different things. A high hill can be your marriage, your children, your church. Make sure you're on the right high hill. Amen. When it comes to a church, be planted, be submitted and committed in your church. It's what God wants for you. My prayer for you is that God will give you instruction in righteousness so that you will be able to reach that high place that God will take you from where you are to where he wants you to be. Joshua and Caleb, who had the different spirit, it was Caleb who said, give me my mountain. If you go to Joshua 14, verse 12, he says, give me my mountain, I'm ready to go up. There where the giants are, there where it's difficult, that made the other people's hearts melt, not to possess the land. Give me that mountain with the giants. And then he says something very interesting. He says, if it's the Lord's will, may the Lord help me to go into that mountain and give me the victory as he had said. The high places is always the Lord's doing. When you go to a high place where there's giants, people bigger than you, stronger than you, Maybe in your case, it's somebody that's more educated than you, better qualified than you. But the Lord says, I'm taking you to the high hill. I'm not looking at all those things. I've been preparing you, strengthening your ankles to take you into your high hill. Amen? Am I talking to the right people here today? I met with somebody this week who came to me. He was completely underqualified. But he's the one who got the promotion because his trust was in God. And God had prepared him through all the years to be able to do the job better than even those that were qualified because their trust was in their qualification, but his trust was in God the whole time. So go take some time and ask God, what is the root of success for my life? What is the instruction that you're giving me so that I can possess the promised land, the 
high hills that you have prepared for me. For Joshua, the instruction in righteousness to be successful is something that we can apply to our own lives as well. Amen. He said, number one, keep the word of God in your mouth. Family, if you want to go to a high place, keep the word of God in your mouth. Declare and say what the word of God is saying about your situation. Amen. Number two, meditate upon the word of God. When you meditate upon the word of God, it will start to dominate your heart. Your heart will be filled with faith. Amen. And then lastly, he said, observe to do. He says, that what you read, that what you meditate upon, don't let it just be head knowledge. Do it as well. Amen. It's one thing to read the Word of God. It's one thing to say you have to forgive. It's one thing to say I'm going to leave the mistakes of 2022 behind me before I go into 2023. It's a completely different thing to actually do it. Amen? Observe to do. What does the Bible says? Then I will make your ways successful. A matter of fact, he doesn't say just successful. He says good success. I believe good success is the high heels. It's where God helps you to conquer and reach those heights that you cannot do on your own where you need faith, where you need to hold on to Jesus so that he can take you from where you are to where he wants you to be. Are you ready for that? So I'm, I'm doing just simple things. Speak the word of God more. Declare the word of God more. And maybe for us, a simple way. Don't think, oh, where's all the scriptures now? Just the declaration that we are doing on a Sunday. Maybe just make a decision as a family that we're going to do it in the morning and we're going to do it in the evenings. And maybe lunchtime you say, I'm just going to declare, I'm a son of God revealed. I'm blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm a life-giving spirit. I accept his sacrifice upon the cross and his resurrection power in my life. And just confess and declare the word of God. Take some time and meditate upon the word of God. And then observe to do. Amen? Make a decision. Observe to do. The Bible says, go into this world, cast out demons. I'm not saying go to work and cast out demons. But just go and pray for somebody. Just make a decision and say, you know, where I know somebody is being tormented, where the enemy is attacking somebody, just take some time and say, I want to pray for you. I want to pray. What are you trusting God for? And maybe it's their marriage, maybe it's a child, maybe it's their career. And just take some time, not just to say I'm going to do things, but actually do it. Amen? And when we do those simple things, that, that routine, those godly habits, when we start doing them, before you know, you'll see God will take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Joshua at the end. He concluded and he said, in Joshua 24, he says, you've heard what I've got to say. You've gone into the promised land. I want you to know, as for me and my house, we're going to serve God. And I want to say that's one of the greatest commitments that you can make, is to say, 
me and my house, we're going to serve God. Not become legalistic with your children, with your wife, with your family. But as Christ has shown grace to us, show grace. But as a family, make a commitment that we're going to serve God. We're going to put God first. That can be different things for you. That can just be maybe a time where you want to pray together, a time where you want to read the Word of God together, a commitment that you say, we're going to go to church every Sunday and just be there. And those small little things that you do, they become godly habits, not just that will change your life, but you're training your children, and they will train their children. And then you can truly say, as for me and my house, we will serve God. I think that's the highest when we can get to a place where our whole family is serving God. Amen. Has this message challenged you? I'm telling you, as I was meditating upon this word, I know God was going to do something great next year. But it's a place where we're going to have to hold on to God and say, God, stretch me so that I can believe more. Stretch me so that I can do more. Stretch and enlarge my capacity to believe more so that we can do more. Amen. Please stand to your feet. I want us just to pray one or two prayers. Are you ready for that? Just stand to your feet. Just pray this. Say, Precious Father, take me from where I am to where you want me to be. Pray it again. Say, Precious Father, take me from where I am to where you want me to be. Take me, Lord, from where I am to where you want me to be. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me and put an end, Lord, to all bad habits. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me and put an end to all bad habits. Help me, O Lord, to have godly habits. Show me, Lord, what is it that I should do? As you showed Joshua to meditate upon the Word of God, to speak the Word of God, to do the Word of God. Act in me, Lord. Act in me, Lord, that my thoughts will be holy. Act in me, Lord, that my words will be holy. Act in me, Lord, that my deeds will be holy. Precious Father, take me, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. Take me, Lord. Lead me, Lord, to the rock that is higher than I. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said? Amen. Give the Lord a hand. This message means nothing unless you go out and do it. Unless you go out and do it. So take some time and go and write down the things that you know that God is telling you. Instruction in righteousness. Any enterprise is built upon wise planning, becomes strong through common sense, and profits wonderfully keeping abreast of all the facts. Amen. I want you to put your right hand on your heart. Raise your other hand to heaven and pray this prayer loud after me. Say, Precious Father. Say, Precious Father. My situation is beyond human means. 
I need the Savior of the world to save me. Save me, Lord Jesus. Wash me with your blood. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I confess with my mouth and I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ died for me. He died for me. That he's alive right now making intercession for all my weaknesses, for all my bad habits. I confess with my mouth and I believe with all my heart Jesus Christ is Lord. I ask precious Holy Spirit help me to live a holy life well-pleasing in your sight. I am now a child of the Most High God in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand. If you've prayed that prayer in humility and sincerity of heart, your sins are forgiven. Your past is over. Don't talk about your past anymore. Our past is Egypt. It's a place of bondage where Israel found themselves. God is taking you to the promised land. So don't talk about your past. Talk about the good future that God has planned for you. If I can give you some good advice to grow spiritually, number one, connect to a team. Get involved, get submitted and committed in a church. Number two, discover the dream, your gifts that God has given you so that you can use them to advance the kingdom of God. And lastly, serve in a dream team. Amen? So it's very easy. Connect to a team, discover the dream, and then serve in a dream team. Amen. Hallelujah. Has your faith been lifted? Are you ready to go out and dream big dreams? Trust God for big things, knowing that He's going to take you to that place that's higher than yourself. Do far more abundantly above whatever you could think, whatever you could dream, whatever you can imagine. Amen. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.